Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Osher Ginsberg and this is my podcast. I'm here every Monday and Friday since 2013. I've been making this show on a Monday. I'll speak with a guest. On a Friday, I'll speak with you. And um, this show is simply a conversation that will hopefully help you make today a little bit better than yesterday. Uh, something that you'll hear on this show, guaranteed to make you go, oh yeah, that's different. Oh, I might try that. And boom today works out better than it did the day before. And that's really it. That's all I've been trying to do for the last seven years. And here we are. It's been working out so far. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Osher Ginsberg. I'm a, a TV guy, TV hosting guy. And a um, what else do I do? I write podcasts, write podcasts. I record podcasts. I write books. I write a book. Um, there's a second edition coming out, which is pretty exciting, of, of the book that I wrote. What else do I do? I look after a baby when he's got sore teeth. I drive a, a, a big child to school in the mornings. And um, listen to the music that she plays, um, which is good. And what else do I do? I ride my scooter around. Yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks so much for emailing me. I always love to hear from you. Send Osher email at gmail.com. It's great to hear you. A couple of great people also dropped me a DM on Instagram and left me a voice note on Instagram, which is super cool. It's great to hear your voice. So, so thank you for the people that reached out that way and said hi. I did want to say thank you very much, Melinda, for emailing me and letting me know about sprinkling coffee grounds around the uh, things in the garden beds. Audrey's on top of that one, but I went out, Melinda, after getting your email and I gave it a bit more of it. Audrey had kind of vaguely kind of sprinkled the coffee grounds around them. I basically built a fort out of coffee grounds so the slugs wouldn't come near our cabbages and our lettuces. So I'm on that. We'll see how we go. 
we'll see how we go. And speaking of coffee, thank you very much for Tracy, who sent me some coffee. I do appreciate that. You sent me a gift of coffee, and I'm very bloody grateful for it. I look forward to getting into that. So thanks heaps very, very much for getting in touch. And thanks, everybody, as well, that, that gave the feedback about the Rutger Bregman episode. Man, that was a goodie. That was a real good one, man. His book is called Humankind. I thoroughly recommend it. It's a cracking, cracking read. And um, yeah, it was really good. Really, really good to hear from him. And thanks as well, everybody that did leave a rating and a review on iTunes. The the best thing you can do for me and for this show is to tell someone else about the show and let them know that you heard it and let them know. Maybe you can, you know, recommend it to a friend. That's the, the very best thing you can do for me. And so I'm, I'm really grateful, really grateful for those people who who do to that or people that found me that way. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To check in with you today, holy moly, I went and got my flu vaccine and I put a photo up of me getting my flu vaccine and... Hundreds and hundreds of people commented on the photo. And I'm going to say about, I don't know, 10 to 20% of them, not even, maybe a bit less, maybe 15% of them, really angry at me, really angry at me for, for putting a picture up of me getting my vaccinations. I had to think about this a lot. You know, a lot of people kind of missed a lot of what I was talking about. I was basically, I wrote, I basically, I'll read it to you. Like I wrote, this 46th year on this earth is brought to you by my toothbrush, sanitation, water purification, antibiotics, SSRIs, a little while on antipsychotics, the Haber-Bosch process and vaccines. A hundred years ago, I'd be less than 12 years from death. And now here we are just over halfway there. Hooray for science. So basically what I'm saying is like science has played a massive, massive, massive role in getting me to 46, you know, and a hundred years ago, I'd be dying at 59. But no, now I'm going to live for another 40, 50 years, which is wild when you think about how much my hips hurt, but it's, it's nuts, right? And, you know, I guess I wanted to talk about on this thing, I wanted to let people, you know, just kind of say like, you know, one of the things that I do love about science, because I'm fascinated by it, and if you listen to this show and you listen to some of the episodes I've had on this show, some of my guests, one of the things I love about science is it also explores the reasons that people won't accept science, because that in itself is something to study. And I find that fascinating, because at this moment in history, we truly, as a global community, we have a dire need to share a common view of reality. Because without that view, it is very, very hard for us to make any decisions about what's best for us together as a society. And in recent times, 
the ability for people to be so very easily radicalised away from reality, it's quite worrying. It's quite worrying how easy it is. And this photo of me getting my vaccinations online that I put up there, well, you can imagine the blowback was, as you would imagine, some of it was really positive. Most of it was really positive. But a, a significant, statistically significant chunk of it was like, what? And people were getting really mad at me. Like I was personally attacking them, telling them they couldn't question science. But that is science. Science is questioning. I'm not saying you can't question things, all right? It's important to question things. But I've got to tell you, at some point, your ego, your sense of self has to trust that someone else just might know better than you do. All right. And, and I've got proof that you already do that in your life. Like you don't get surgery from someone who has just watched a lot of ER, right? No, you'll go and see someone who's a surgeon and studied these things. And you wouldn't walk your family over a bridge that was designed by someone who had never studied engineering, but had just clicked like on a lot of pictures of bridges. Would you? No, because that thing's going to fall into the ground. And similarly, you wouldn't live in a house that's had all of its electrical wiring done by someone who, they know what electricity is, but they're actually a swimming coach. You wouldn't live in that house because all those three things, that would kill you if they weren't performed by experts, people who'd studied, people who are experts in their field. And we just simply trust that these people know more than us about those things. All right? We just do. That's my dog agreeing. Yet for some reason, when it comes to I guess, you know, climate change or, or vaccines, interestingly, two things which directly affect people's personal choices. How dare you tell me I can't drive my truck, etc. It seems to me that people, they kind of let their ego get in the way, but also their desire for control just take over and then they just decide that they know better. And I think, you know what, it's the terrific sense of selfishness that boggles my mind as well. Now, if you're really deep down one of these rabbit holes or you know someone who's deep down one of these rabbit holes, you know that it's going to be very hard for you or me or anyone to pull them out. Only they can find their way. I've been down these rabbit holes myself, seen things that weren't there because I wanted to look at the world through a lens of such a way. And so everything I saw confirmed what I, is that I wanted to see. Every single input into my brain being run through a filter of conspiracy for example, if you think that by putting a picture of me getting vaccinated up on the internet is proof that I'm getting paid by Big Pharma, then I'm here to tell you that's your brain searching for answers and searching for things to believe in that are simply not there. But I get it, all right? When I was in that space, my life was somewhat out of control. I was searching for meaning. I was searching for reason. And I wanted to know why things were happening to me or for me. I, I wanted to believe that there was a reason for all these things. And being without that sense of control over my own life, it was an awful place to be. And wanting to believe that someone somewhere was in control or making a move or, or deciding such a thing was going to be such a way, even if that person and their intentions was completely sinister, it did provide me with a little relief, you know? in my own case, that I want to accept that the current state of chaos around climate change adaptation and decarbonisation of our economy is due to 
100,000 different moving parts all failing to work together in 100 million different ways and that it's all just too hard with incredibly complicated social and cultural and political nuances that it just created a, a like a Gordian knot that's impossible to move beyond? Or do I want to simply believe that the Koch brothers are single-handedly manipulating the global market towards fossil fuels for their own monetary gain? All right, it's much easier to search for and believe in a simple and sinister explanation, no matter how awful it might be. It's much easier to think of that and want to believe that than it is to consider the irregularity, the unpredictability, and the uncontrolled nature of the reality that we live in. And so that's what seems to happen. But it is utterly detached from reality, which then causes a lot of pain. So the easiest way out of that pain is to accuse me of being detached from reality or that I'm a shield or I'm getting paid or any number of things that protect that person's sense of identity that they have developed within their social circle. But it's not real. It's a distortion of what is. And I guess I guess another thing that's behind it, it's, I guess it's like it's wishing that reality could be something else, that a, a person will keep searching for another reason that things are the way they are, which allows them to keep feeling the thing that they've already decided to be true. All right, now, depending on how deep down you've gone on these things, there will be no amount of proof or evidence or incontrovertible fact that could convince you otherwise, all right? And speaking with the people, I you know, engaged a few people in the comments of this photo on Instagram, and I discovered that there's this, you know, in many ways, a complete unwillingness to accept something that might be uncomfortable and something that it's a feeling that somebody might not like. I guess the real question is, at what point do you stop searching for something that allows you to keep feeling the way you're feeling? At what point do you just accept that the thing that you wish were not true actually is true and just be with how uncomfortable that makes you feel? For example, with climate change, there's plenty of people who deny that it is happening. Plenty of people who deny that humans have anything to do with it. Similar people constantly spend time online shouting and screaming at others, searching for articles that make them feel right, that prove what it is they already want to feel. And indeed, that might give them a great sense of safety and surety and control, and it very might make them help, help them sleep better at night. And yet, when the bushfires come for their house, or the high tide starts coming in through their front door, they'll have no choice but to finally accept this thing that they did not wish to be true to actually exist. And similarly, I guess I was encountering a lot of people online who were very upset that I dare challenge their ability or to question or even their right to question the accepted majority fact that vaccines are a good idea. I'm not doing that at all. You can question that. That's fine. But as much as you really, really, really want this thing to not be real, at some point, you're going to have to accept that it is real, no matter how uncomfortable that makes you feel, no matter how much it challenges your sense of self-identity, no matter how much it challenges the beliefs of the people that you have found yourself or surrounded yourself with. Like, just because a lot of people believe something, the same thing that you do, does not make it true. Billions of people around the world believe in a God of some form, and they say and do things using that belief as a justification. It could be anything from 
refusing to eat a particular kind of food or mutilating the genitals of children through male and female circumcision. All because some imaginary thing that they also believe in and millions of other people believe in gives them justification to do so. All right? And yet, as incredible as a science is, I personally feel it has yet to conclusively prove that any kind of God exists and therefore any justification for doing such a thing, for me, doesn't exist. But billions of people believe it. And so, you know, but that doesn't make it real. It doesn't make it true. So these people, while they indeed all believe in the same thing, that thing is not actually true. And many people believing in something doesn't make it real. It does create a feedback loop that pumps itself up, for sure. And if you're deep enough in that community, you'll never find anybody that disagrees with the reality that you're agreeing upon, but it doesn't make it true. And I'm speaking as someone who's gone through a period of reality distortion myself. I know how scary it can be down in that hole. The uncertainty is unbearable. I just wanted to find some explanation as to what was going on, just to have that feeling that someone somewhere was in control. Someone was making a decision that, you know, there was an external party that had decided things were this way, just to make me feel like there was some control happening in this uncontrollable situation. And if I couldn't find that, my mind would invent all kinds of stuff to explain things away. And on the long, long and winding road to feeling better, a lot of what I had to do was just to be with the uncertainty of it all. It took a really long and still painful amount of time to get to the point that I'm at right now. And that point is just be willing to be with that feeling, to with that uncertainty, with the, I don't want this to be true, but I have to accept that it is. Because that's life. That's reality. You cannot have confidence and comfort without having uncertainty and discomfort. That's just how it is. I don't know. The conversation's not quite over. But what I do find it interesting, you know, people I know, people I know well are down this hole. And I, you know, I wonder about it. If I'm getting paid by a big farmer, I wouldn't mind it because I've got a, a, a mortgage that's quite significant and need to pay the bills. <laughs> there is no money coming in because that's just, it's not real. It's just not real. At some point, you just got to accept that this stuff, just because you feel something doesn't make it real. I don't know what else I can say to you. I don't know what else I can say to you. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry, it was a bit ranty. I hope you're okay. Do what you can to look after yourself across the weekend. Cuddle a human or cuddle an animal. Go feed a bird. Go look at a fish. Go do something. Go plant a tree. Go sprinkle some coffee grounds around a leafy vegetable. Do whatever it is you've got to do to get connected with reality. All right? Feel the feet and the socks in the shoes, that kind of thing. Take a breath and trust that you don't have to know how everything works because there are other smarter people than you and me that do. And they'll take care of it. And they've got our best interests at heart because ultimately they're part of the community they're connecting and protecting. All right? All right. Monday's shows with Tara Moss. Yeah, the author. She's amazing. I can't wait for you to hear it. Until we speak on Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.